Hello and Happy New Year, beloved. This is Paula Matthews for Epic Books and Cafe with our first podcast of 2024. And uh, we try to do one monthly, but indeed I have to follow the Spirit and the leading of the Lord as He tells me when to release one. And today is the day. This is the month and hour. We left off 2023 talking about the prophecy for 2024. And we'll recap just briefly. God had declared that we are indeed in a new season, a Kairos moment of time in which God is determined to raise his people up out of bondage so that they can take their places in the world. Far above the world system, as he told us before, he's got standards that are far above anything this world has ever accomplished. And that is what God is doing in this hour. So the title of this podcast is The Day of Deliverance Has Come. And if you've been following us on the Let's Talk Prophecy blog, uh, that's letstalkprophecy.com, we put in a new post on our prophetic alert where the Lord talked about how our breakthrough is here. So he's talking to his people about breaking them free from the system of Pharaoh and uh, to know that we have to do our part, which is fast and pray. And then he said, listen and obey because he wants to break us through, but we have to have the strategy. Just like it was in Egypt, uh, Moses was given this strategy for the people so that they'd be prepared to leave. Uh, you may remember in the story that the spirit of death came on all of Egypt, but it didn't touch uh, God's people who were in Goshen. But they had specific things that they were supposed to do. They were supposed to have their clothes on, their shoes on, and ready to go. So the same thing is happening now. Uh, God is getting ready to deal with the spirit of Pharaoh in the land of America. And he wants his people to be able to hear instructions so that they'll be prepared to run uh, when the door of escape is open. So anyway, again, this is the day of deliverance, and it's God is saying it has come. Now, what he said, this is a Kairos moment in time. A Kairos moment is a moment that God had determined in heaven long before earth was formed. And the Kairos moment is when he's determined that nothing can stop him. No matter what the condition is in the world, God is determined to do this thing, and he's going to do it in his time frame the way he wants, and nobody can stop him. When it was time to pull the people out of Egypt, God did it, and not even Pharaoh and his army could stop him. When it was time for Jesus to be born, no one could stop it. Time for him to go to the cross, no one could stop it. Uh, there are certain things, certain points in time, things have to be done in order for prophecy to be fulfilled, and this is one of them. The people of God must be delivered out of the hands of Pharaoh, out of the hands of this Babylonian system, so that we can do the will of God that needs to be done so Jesus can come back. And that's where we are. So as we said, he's got a standard. And you can look for the uh, prophecy for 2024. It, it is also on the Let's Talk Prophecy site under the heading of yearly prophecies. And this is a two-part prophecy, as we said last time. The one talks about dreams being fulfilled, but not only fulfilled uh, like Joseph, but in its, a time of war and famine for the United States. And then he talks about the second part is called uh, There's More. And that's when he talks about the good news of his protection, his miracle signs and wonders that will be operating for his people. And indeed, that's what we saw in Egypt when the people were in bondage. God sent plagues upon Pharaoh and the people of Egypt, but God's people who were in Goshen were not touched. But you have to understand, God is not only protecting us in the land of Goshen, so to speak. His whole point is to deliver us into the promise. So that's where the dreams are fulfilled. That's the second part of it. So we're not only protected, 
but we're protected for a purpose. He's not just pulling us out of slavery for nothing. There's work that needs to be done. As he told Pharaoh through Moses, I want you to release my people so that they can worship me. And that's where God is. He wants us to worship him in the way he wants us to worship. Not just in the church house. That's not just singing songs, whatever. Worshiping God means obeying him and creating and doing the things he's called us to do. That's how you worship someone. Uh, you think about people worshiping celebrities. How do they do it? They listen to their music. They listen to their every word. They dress like them. They talk like them. They try to emulate them. Well, guess what? That came from God. We were, we were made to worship God, but in the absence of God, we worship people and we worship things. And what God is trying to do in this hour is to bring his people back to worshiping him the way he is intended to be worshiped. And it's according to the Bible. It's also according to his prophecy. It's also according to his instructions for each of our lives. So in this season, that's why God is delivering his people. So they take us out of one thing and take us into the promise that was that dream that he gave us. So I want to just go over that briefly to remind you of the 2024 prophecy. Again, you can find it on the Let's Talk Prophecy site under the heading of Yearly Prophecies. Now, I mentioned the breakthrough. God talking about our breakthrough was here. That you will find on the uh, tab under Prophetic Alerts. So you have the yearly prophecies. You also have the prophetic alerts. And I'm addressing both in this particular podcast. He mentioned Joseph. And Joseph is, is a critical characteristic of people that God is raising up. Because Joseph was the one that had the dream about how to save the nation, how to save the people. And it was one of those things where he was chosen. He had a dream in his youth, and the dream got him put in slavery by his brothers who tried to kill him. So for some of you who've had those dreams, you've gone through a rough time. You've been persecuted by family and friends and, and whomever that, that knew that you had something special from God. But be faithful. Hold on to your dream and just know that it's coming to pass. And like Joseph, his dream came to pass in the middle of a famine. People around the world were suffering, and the same will be true in this season. Uh, and people say, well, they're waiting for the perfect time for it to happen. No, God has equipped his people to handle the issues of the earth. That's why the kingdom is within us. That's why he speaks to us and gives us instructions. The, the issue has been, at least my experience in dealing with God's people, is that we've heard God tell us to build a business, tell us to create the school, tell us to do those things, but then we look around and say, we, were, we already got that. No, you don't. There are things that God wants in his buildings, his businesses, that's not being done in the world. He has a unique way, a kingdom way of looking at things that he wants reflected in everything we do, in the books we write, in the music we write. And, and it's not all Christianese, and it's not all Bible verses quoted, but there's a characteristic of God that he wants to be seen in every facet of our lives. He wants to see it in every industry of our lives. That's what Satan has been doing. If you stop and look at the Babylonian world we have in America, look at what's on our news, look what's on in the media, look what's in, 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 uh, in business. A lot of things we're seeing are demonic. Why? Satan is putting his message out there clearly. But where's God's message? Why isn't God's message out there? Because I truly believe God's people have been a little fearful. You're in the land of the ites, and you've been fearful of actually stepping out. But it's stepping out that causes the world to change. If you don't step out with the dream, then the world will not change. They will not know that there's another way. And see, what the media is doing now, they're elevating people and things that are filth, that are perverse to God. It's perverse to human beings. But we have allowed it. Why? Because people of God have not stepped out and done what God told us to do. 
And so in this time, he's saying there's a day of deliverance coming, and those who will obey God are going to do exploits in this hour, and people are going to come into the kingdom in multitudes. And that's what I'm hearing by, by, by my spirit. Woo! They're coming in multitude. Because what we're seeing is God is exposing his glorious kingdom, and it's going to be manifesting in this season. And we know this. There will be much resistance from those who have been used by the enemy. And you have to understand that. Light has the power to stamp out darkness, but darkness, when it's in your government, when it's in your business, when it's in your, in your entertainment, and in your news, when it's in your schools now, you see all the demonic things and the crazy things in our, in our spirits, in our human minds, we know these things are wrong. But why are they being allowed to flourish? Because there's not enough fight to, for right. There's not enough fight for people who know what's right to stand up. And I know it may feel like it's overwhelming because it's in all these areas, but that's because God is arising by his kingdom and the enemy is trying to get as much dirt done in the, in the meantime. So the devil, he's retaliating, but God will not be deterred. And that devil will let people go so that they may worship him the way he desires in Jesus' name. Now, as we said last time, God is raising up the Josephs in this hour, and there'll be a rising in the midst of the trouble that's coming our way, especially in America. I'm focusing on America more than anything. The dreams that God has placed within his people will come to pass in this season, and it will continue coming to pass until Jesus returns. But again, note, there'll be trouble on the earth. Jesus said in Matthew 24, what's going to happen before he comes? There's going to be a lot of crazies, earthquakes and famines and governments going against each other, kingdom against kingdom, brothers against brothers. He said those things were going to happen. And it's going to happen even in America. We're going to see times of famine, times of war. But just know, a lot of this is happening because there's a fight between two kingdoms. you got the kingdom of God coming up in the world, and the kingdom of darkness is going down. And so there's a, a fight going on between the two kingdoms. But the devil can't win against God. But the issue is of the masses, the people. The masses have been deceived by the puppets that Satan has been using in our mass media, in our government. And, and what will happen is when trouble comes, they will finally, I, their eyes will be opened. They'll be horrified by what they see because they've been following the leader that's blind. And as Jesus said, the blind leaders of the blind, they all fall in the ditch. And that's what's coming upon us. Indeed, there is a day of deliverance, however, for the people of God. And yet a day of gloom, because this is also a day of vengeance of our God for his enemies. And God will repay his enemies greatly for what they have done to the people of the earth, and especially to the people of God. It's a twofold message. There's a day of deliverance coming, but that's because God is going to deal with his enemies. Now, I received a, a prophecy toward the end of January that I'm going to read for you. But I want you to understand that when it came time to deliver God's people out of Egypt, Pharaoh and his armies could not stand. So there's nothing the devil can do in this hour to stop what God is doing. I don't care how great they are. I don't care if they're in the White House, the outhouse. It doesn't matter. God is moving in such a fierce way that every knee will bow, every tongue will confess Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. And that's where we are today. There's no power on earth, no power from the pit of hell that can stop what is happening in this season. In Jesus' name. So here is the word of the Lord that I received in January. Trouble is coming to this nation. He was addressing America. Fear and trembling for the enemies of God. That was what the Holy Spirit said. The perverseness and wickedness has come up before me in judgment, says God. For I will cleanse this land of all foolishness and evil plans that defy my purpose for America. Trouble is coming. Leaders will fall. Many will die in their sins. A mocking and a shame in this my covenant nation. I will not be mocked, says God. 
Even in this hour, every man, woman, and child shall reap what they have sown. I am watching, recording every thought and every deed. The harvest of your evil seeds and the evil deeds is upon you. It's a harvest of pain and suffering. Trouble is coming, but not by me, says the Lord. It's the evil of your hearts. For out of the evil and wicked treasure of your hearts, such evil will return for you. It's payday, says God. I will reward every man, woman, and child according to their works, what they have done and what they are planning to do. So repent, for those who have troubled my people will be troubled in this season and in this hour of my vengeance, says the faithful God. There you have it. The Lord gave me that word, and it is disturbing. And it should be for those who have been troubling God's people. For the past several years, there has been a strong sense of rebellion and hatred against God and his people. I'm talking about America. And if you look around today, what's elevated is evil and perversion and people who do the same. You can tell a nation's moral setting, and I I read this somewhere, that you could tell their moral setting by how they treat their women and children. But I'll take it one step further. You can see how they treat their women and children by what we showcase in the press. If you take a look at what we see as important in America, we don't find anything great. No great thinkers or inventors or educators, no. What's being touted in America as great is entertainment. Entertainers who have positioned themselves against all that is godly and honorable. We have become Babylon. And as the Bible says, Babylon is falling. And God is calling his people, come out of her, my people. You don't want the same judgment she's going to get. In other words, God's people have compromised in this nation with a system that hates and abhors our God. They hate and abhor our God. It's time for the people of God to arise That is why the trouble is coming. We find ourselves in a position much similar to that of ancient Egypt when God's people were being enslaved by Pharaoh. The system of America is choking the people and destroying the nation from the inside out. Yet, only God can save this nation. Indeed, God has said in the past that America shall be saved. Now think about where we are. How can God save this nation? Again, The prophecy in 2023, the Lord said there will be a resurgence of righteousness in the land. But again, consider where we are today. What will it take to make righteousness surge in America? What would it take? We who are perverse and wicked can only become righteous if evil is dealt with. That's why trouble has to come. The land must be cleansed if righteousness is to take place in in our nation. Like any good farmer knows, you must clear the ground. You must clear the ground. You must clear the ground of anything unwanted, anything that will keep the seed from growing, anything that will kill the seed has to be uprooted before you can plant. Now here's what God said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1.10, and he's saying it to his people today. See, I have set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy, and to throw down, to build, to plant. Beloved, we are here. We are here to build what God wants to build. But first, we have to root out, pull down, destroy, and throw down what the enemy has built so that we can rebuild and plant what God wants. That's why we're here. Jesus said that we were the salt of the earth. What does salt do? 
It preserves goodness in food. It makes things better, not worse. It seasons. Jesus also said we were the light of the world. In America, there is much darkness, but where is the light of God? In my spirit, as I was preparing for this message, I heard that what's coming is a cataclysmic fall of Babylon in America. A cataclysmic fall of Babylon in America. Now, when you think of cataclysmic, you think of something violent, like a violence like none other. And as harsh as it sounds, this is what's necessary for us to go from where we are to righteousness. Now, years ago, I recall the Lord saying, and it may be even on this platform, that he was going to use America as an example to the world. Now, back then, I was thinking it was all good because I'm thinking, oh, we're a Christian nation. He's going to elevate us and we're going to have all this good stuff. Never in a million years would I have dreamt that where we are and what we see in our White House, in our news media, in our magazines, are the filth that we see today. Not even in a million years would I see the perversion and the acceptedness of perversion openly at some of our retailers, some of our fast food places. Some of the places that were respectable are, are showing things that are just deplorable. Why is this? It's coming from the top. Because we have turned away from God, filth is trying to take over this nation. So for us to go from that filth to righteousness, God is going to have to cleanse the land. And back in the day, I just assumed I did not know this was underneath. And, and that's one of the reasons it's come to the top. In fact, that's another thing the Lord was talking to him about today. I kept hearing, you know how people say the cream rises to the top? I did a research. That's not necessarily true. The only time cream rises to the top, according to experts in the milk industry, is if it's pure milk from a cow. If it's homogenized or something else, it doesn't work. If it's something of a different nature than what God created, it doesn't work. And that's where we are in America. What's rising to the top isn't God. It's the filth. And why? Because we tried to cut God out. So I thought that was interesting. Cream only rises to the top if it's pure milk from a pure source. But if it's not, there is none. And I find that fascinating because that's where we are now. What's rising to the top and what's being put in our face is the cream is not cream at all. It's filth. So that's what I was thinking back in the day. that we're, We were good, but I never would have thought we'd been this far gone. So God has got to change things because the way this is going, men are out of control. The wickedness and perversion is not going to stop on its own unless God puts his foot down. And that's what's going to happen. Now for the people of God, begin to look for the exits. When Moses came up on the Red Sea with Pharaoh and his armies quickly on the people's hills, people started to panic. Where did they go? Where was the exit? Where was the escape from the enemy that would not let them go? God will show it to you. And when God shows you the exits, do whatever he tells you to do. Don't question him. Just do what he says. Moses obeyed God and the Red Sea parted for the people to cross. Beloved, this is not a fairy tale. This is how God works. He reveals a way of escape to those who trust him. And trusting God has been a major drawback of many Christians in America. We trusted Babylon. And Babylon is falling. So what will you do? Trusting a system that's going to fall. Are you going to die right along with the sinners? Or will you turn to God that you claim as your Lord and obey him once and for all? Indeed, trouble is coming, but not for the people of God. However, if you are tied to Babylon and the curse, you won't be able to see good when it comes. Now, the Lord told me this many years ago as well. He said that a lot of people of God will be calling the, the devil when it be actually God. Because they never got close enough to God to hear his voice, to know how he moves. And it's going to happen again. We saw it already. 
The very thing that God sends to deliver people will call it the devil. When COVID came and it was unleashed, and yes, our governments had a hand in it. I don't care what they say, but they did. But it didn't come for God's people. Yet many of God's people succumbed to that disease. But why? Because they were listening to Babylon. They were trusting science. They were trusting the news media. And look at things today. Four years later, and people were saying they were wrong. And the same thing will happen again when trouble comes. If you choose to listen to Babylon and turn away from the Spirit of God. Remember what Jesus said. He would say in the last days there would be much deception. He even said there would be such deception that even the very elect of God would be fooled. He also warned, let no man deceive you. In that same passage in Matthew 24, and he said, and see that you are not troubled. Why? He says it clearly. Because these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So no matter what the trouble looks like, it's not coming for God's people. Don't be deceived. Find the dream, find the exit, and getting God's plan. Jesus told us these things will come. And sure, perhaps many Christians will continue to be deceived, and many will be troubled, think it's the end. So be it. But God has a remnant of believers who will stand in their faith. They will take a stand for righteousness and see miracles, signs, and wonders happen at their hand. You remember Jesus asked in Luke 18, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth? Why would Jesus ask that question? Because he knew the times are going to be troubling, things are going to be happening, that many people will be scared and run away from the faith. But there will be a people of faith that will arise. These will be a people that put their trust solely in the God of heaven. They will know their God and do great exploits. And yet it will be a fight. The Apostle Paul talked about the fight of faith. We wage a war with the prophecies of the Bible and the personal prophecies that God gave us. No matter what that devil says, we'll say, ah, no, like Jesus did when he was in the garden. The devil said one thing. He says, it is written, thou shalt not. It is written, thou shalt do. Whatever has been written is a prophecy. Whatever has been spoken is a prophecy. And when that devil tries to tell you otherwise, you war with your words and your mouth. Think about it. How is the enemy supplanting perverseness? It's with words, with music, with media, using entertainers to speak as vessels of darkness. This is a war of words, people of God. And you who are watching the news all day, that are sitting and, and listening to the stuff all day, you're taking these words into your spirits. You listen enough, you're being brainwashed to believe something that is a lie. But if you take that word of God, put it in you, meditate it on day and night, you'll find yourself successful in everything. You'll be above the world, doing the things that God said do. So this is a battle of the mind. It's a war of words. Paul called it a good fight of faith that we're ordained to win if we trust God and return to him. Beloved, the kingdom of God is within you. And in this season, it's the time that God is saying, it's time to let the kingdom out. Let it manifest. Trouble is coming, but not for those in the kingdom. For God's kingdom will be the only refuge from the troubles to come. Because what God creates and tells you to do cannot be shaken, no matter what is shaken in this earth. Now, to leave you with the scripture, Hebrews 12, 28, 29. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. And in this season, we're about to see that fire on the earth. 
this will be truly a day of deliverance. This has been Paula Matthews for Epic Books and Cafe. Until next time.